In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Christ is in his midst, in our midst. He was, and is, and never shall be. This morning, the Sunday before the Holy Nativity of our Lord, once again we have read the genealogy of our Lord and God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And this genealogy, even though we have these many names that I have a, I have a difficult time pronouncing, it's given by the church to, for us to read today because it's very important because this genealogy oozes with prophecy. It oozes with God's providence. And it's a providence that often perplexes us and confuses us and maybe for some even disappoints. But the central message of this genealogy that we read today is that God is always provided for us. God's promises will always take place. Whatever God promises will be fulfilled. Now, just a little bit about this genealogy. It begins with, it begins with Abraham, this one from Matthew. It goes all the way until King David. Then it goes from the, the exile of the Jews, the deportation of the Jews to Babylon, and then the returning of the Jews and the returning of the life in Israel, all the way to Joseph, then to Mary, and then to Jesus. Now, I want to begin with a, a little story from Second Samuel, one of the many times we hear of the great of great prophets. And this time the prophet Nathan. And David, King David, who has been through this time through many, many battles, both outside between other nations, even within his own nation, uh, between even his son, that finally David had can settle down. And finally David has built a palace out of the finest cedar wood, it says. This very beautiful and ornate palace. And as he was sitting in his palace, he noticed that while he was in the palace, he noticed that the Ark of the Covenant, the presence of the Lord, was in a tent. And he said, that's not right. I shouldn't be in a palace if the, uh, if the presence of the Lord is in a tent. So he had this idea of constructing a temple. And he told Nathan, who was a prophet, this idea. And Nathan thought it was a good idea too. But when Nathan went to sleep, the Lord appeared to him in a dream and told Nathan to tell David, don't build a house for me. God said, I'm going to build a house of David. A house of David. And God said, that house of David is going to live forever and ever. Now, so this happened about 1,000 years B.C. To give an idea of how long ago this was, this was 600 years before Plato and Aristotle, 500 years before the Buddha, 700 years before Alexander the Great, 3,000 years ago from us here today. Now, about... 400 years after King David was given this promise, and King David was a mighty king, and there were many kings after him. Some were good, most were bad. 
And then in the year 537 BC, Babylon invaded Israel, took Israel captive, killed a lot of people, brought a lot of people to Babylon. The last king of Israel, Zedekiah, he witnessed his two sons to be killed in front of him. Then he was blinded and also taken captive. Thus ended the dynasty of King David. Now you can imagine what are the people thinking of then. What about this promise? What about this prophecy? Is it worthy to be thrown into the trash and be forgotten? But look what the people did. The people kept this prophecy. They kept, in fact, it was at that time after the Babylonian uh, deportation when they were brought back to Israel that they said, this is all, then it was written down. Before this, this was an oral prophecy. It was so important to be remembered that the people, Israelites, wrote down this prophecy so that they could remember it, remember God's promise, even hoping against hope that that prophecy would come true. Now let's fast forward another to the year when the Lord, our Lord was born, 2,000 years ago, in a little backwater town called Nazareth. There was a, a virgin maiden, Mary, and then the angel of the Lord, the archangel Gabriel, came to Mary and says that she is with child and that, that, she, is and that she is going to be with child and she's, she is to be betrothed to Joseph. Now, what family was Joseph a member of? Wait for it. Joseph was of the house of David. Now this would have pricked the, ear, the ears of the first century Christians. They would have remembered that prophecy, that out of the house of David it would reign forever, and out of the house of the David that Christ would come. Now they thought that that meant the political house of David, you know, king after king after king, but God's promises are far above our own expectations, and that God meant when he said that the house of David would reign forever, that that house would provide them the Messiah through David's family. And so this prophecy endured. And listen what to the archangel said to Mary. Mary said, Hail, Mary full of grace, the Lord is with you. And the angel continued, Mary will conceive in her womb and bear a son, and he would be great. And he would be called the Son of the Most High God. And the Lord will give him a thro the throne of David. There's the throne of David. And his, fa and his father. And he will rule over the house of Jacob, that is Israel, forever. And his kingdom will have no end. So what's the point of this genealogy and of these prophecies? The point is that from our perspective, from men's perspective... From Israel's perspective, it seemed that that prophecy didn't come true at the time when Babylon took over Israel and everything fell down. But God's promises will always be fulfilled. When God says that something will be done, it will be done. When God said that out of the house of David, 
the Messiah will arise and that he will rule forever and ever, that was done. So God is true to his promises always, even though they may, like, may take a long, long time, centuries upon centuries, to take place. God's providence was given to us and given to the church, happening in ways that we may never have expected. And over 3,600 years later, we still are living and experiencing the fulfillment of this prophecy that happened with the Lord Jesus Christ because who is the real house of David? According to Orthodox Christians, the real house of David is Jesus Christ himself, the God, the man, and the real house of David is his body, which Jesus Christ himself and St. Paul called the church. The Orthodox Church, Jesus said, the gates of hell will never prevail against it. He said that the Orthodox Church will always be until the end of the age. And Jesus said he will be the Lord and King of the church forever and ever. So in this church, in this house of David, in this new Jerusalem that we sing about all over the church year, especially at Pascha, we find safety, we find wisdom, we find new life, we find freedom from sin, we find resurrection from the dead. God promised all of these things, and we believe it. So God is the Lord of all. God is the Lord of history, and all of his promises will be fulfilled because he said it, it will happen and our salvation has been won, and resurrection from the dead has been won by our Lord and God and Savior, Jesus Christ, the Son of David and the Son of God.